0: Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, what's going on? Brian Jump, SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Did you mean to come here? Or did you click the wrong button? Hopefully you meant to come here. But if you were trying to click on an OnlyFans link and somehow ended up here, welcome. You could be disappointed, by the way, if you were originally trying to go to OnlyFans. But nonetheless, I'm going to do my best to entertain. It's the best I can do. What's going on? Labor Day weekend, guys. special uh, episode here. Got some uh, some stories as usual. Got some tips and some tricks. Um, we're recording this over the Labor Day weekend. I actually did a special episode, but I just didn't get a chance to upload it from the road. I was on the road uh, Friday morning, um, which I'll explain to you shortly. But, uh, but yeah, the title of this episode, we're going to get into some stuff that I think you're going to like. I'm going to give you guys a quick little tease, and then about midway we'll get into it. There's... There's definitely some nuggets here for some of those of you that don't deal with insurance. For those of you that do, you may already know this stuff, but uh, you may not know the current state of affairs, the news. Oh, you're new. Okay, let me give you a quick little rundown. SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. SAI stands for Stupid, stupid Auto Insurance. That's what it stands for in this episode, but now it, it stands for Superior Auto Institute, uh, the name of our, our PDR training school. Our service wing goes by Dentco, which is short for Dent Company. And uh, we don't do a whole lot of training anymore. I mean, I'm running about one student every month to every two months. So half a dozen to a dozen a year. And that's, honestly, I'll probably even scale back down from that. I'm super picky about who I want to train. And it's a luxury position. I I actually lose money training. I make more money because I dedicate my time to the student. So, I either have to work long hours to, to help because we're shorthanded. So, it's like, okay, big jobs aren't getting done if I'm training. Which, you know, for $2,500 for a week of training, often six days with tools, I mean, uh, my, my competition is 3x that and up. So, yeah, it's just – and there's – I won't get into why and all that. There's legalities and – State Department of Education for California and the limits and this and that. and I play by the rules. By the way, there's a couple of schools which I will not point out. They don't, and they're lucky they haven't got busted. But my competitor doesn't like me, and so because I compete with him, him one person. So anyway, so yeah, so there you go. You're all cut up. What do we talk about? We talk about PDR. We talk about automotive uh, repair service business, just service business in general. A lot of marketing. A little bit of te- technical. Um, I don't like to get into too much shiny stuff like tools and stuff. Yeah, if something's really earth-shattering, I'll share. But for the most part, now we just we just talk about a couple things here and there that just kind of spin around, you know, the PDR business and and things that'll hopefully over my 3.07 you know decades of, of service that maybe you can glean and, and learn something or even improve on. Uh, which would be great, too. So there it is. I wish I would have had somebody like me back at the beginning. That would have made things a lot easier, but such is life. I do talk a little bit about family, and, and it's a personal brand. So you'll hear me talk about things that are around our lives. I'm into cars. We're into car restorations. I do like racing, which we'll t- touch on a little bit, which I haven't talked a lot about. Uh, college baseball, uh, both my boys, exceptional. I'm very super proud of them. Uh, my daughter, I'm also very proud about, not because not of sports, but just academics and just overall exceptional human being. I'm very proud of these three individuals. So there you go. Family man into cars talking about marketing. That sums it up. Let's move on. So the title of this episode, insurance is in a bit of trouble. Okay. Their new industry motto is go somewhere else if you don't like what we're doing that that's the new tagline and i did i knew things were up but i just thought uh, oh, maybe it's just a little blip and then i had an actual insurance consultant come in with his with his tesla and he said oh yeah no i consult businesses on on insurance all forms of it and yeah here's what's going on um so we'll get into that um i probably should have had him come on the pod that would have been real smart but i'm not that smart as i've always told you guys i'm I, I'm, I've just been in this game a long time. That's where you're getting info. Not because I'm brilliant. If I was brilliant, I would have been doing this in year one. This is year 30. So what does that tell you? He's kind of a dumbass. I didn't say it. I whispered it. Um, so anyway, so this weekend, Friday, I'm on the road. I'm going to a place called Willow Springs International Raceway, or WISIR, if you try to sound out the, the phonetic acronym. Um, I, have spent a lot of time up there. It's above LA in a wonderful town called Rosamond. If you're ever checking out like videos and it looks like a desert racetrack with elevation changes, uh, with, with their testing new cars and all kinds of shit, it's probably Willow Springs. It's the closest good track to LA aside from, from California Speedway in Fontucky, Fontana. <clears throat> so yeah, it's, it's pretty sick. Um, so there it is. The, uh, we went up there to support a buddy of mine. Um, he's got what's called a Kremer K3 Porsche 935. It's the Porsche Owners Club, so as you might imagine, there's a lot of Porsches there. Um, I used to belong to this club. I would race. It was always, I would say since I was about maybe 8, 9 years old, I used to sketch these things at my Nana's house, Porsches that is, 911s, and race cars. Always dreamed about racing them. Um, not Indy cars, nothing else, just freaking 911s. And so, as soon as I had enough money in my hand, guess what I did? I went racing, which wasn't too too uh, too soon after I started getting into the PDR business—probably a year and a half, um, if that. So it was it was a fortune to be able to do that. I was very fortunate, and I did that all the way until um, till about when I started having kids—probably one one year in, maybe two years—and that was it. I knew I had no business racing. Uh, from a safety standpoint and financial and everything else. So I stopped to raise the kids. It, it, it's expensive, guys. If you know owning a boat, owning a plane, owning a race car, it's freaking expensive. You know and it also takes time, which is another cost. So between f- financial and time, those are two things, especially the time thing. you can't get that back. You can always make back money, but, but I did I couldn't make back the time with my kids. I didn't want to be part of that cat's in the Cradle song. You know, you know, the dad never spends time with the kid and then the, the tables turn when the kid grows up and he w- doesn't spend time with the dad. That shit ain't happening. So so anyway, word to you guys that are maybe young to be fathers or moms, you know, mind that. Your parents probably already told you, but just remember, man, spend all the time you can with them young because you're going to blink and they're going to hate you because they're an adolescence or they just don't want to be around you and they're going to check out. They're going to be gone. They'll swing back a little bit when they get older, which is kind of cool. That's kind of where we're at now. We were able to take some vacations and stuff with them. But long story short, you can't. I couldn't have a hobby like that. It just didn't make sense. So I hung it up. Now the kids are just finishing college and getting to that time where, hey, you know what, you got a little bit of free time right now. You know, I've been married for a quarter century, so the wife doesn't mind if I step out for a weekend here and there. It's good. So this weekend, went out to support my buddy. His name's Jeff. Beautiful Jägermeister liveried. Orange with the Jägermeister logo on it, uh, 935. Um, helped them get around the track, took tire temps, uh, just spotted to let them know. Friday was like an t- open track testing, so you got all kinds of shit out there. A lot of Porsches because of the event coming up for the weekend. But there's Indy cars, NASCARs, prototypes, you name it. You, you don't know what you're going to see on that track. Some cars are freaking boat anchors. Other cars are freaking rockets. So you just got to have your, your wits about you all the time. Um, unfortunately, he had a flat uh, halfway into the day, drove off the track and into the weeds. Luckily, nothing uh, catastrophic broke on the car. Um, some other dude in a slow boxer door slammed him, and then came up and flipped him off in the paddock, which I thought was kind of funny because it wasn't even his fault. I saw it, but it just goes to show you when you're out there on open track testing, it's open to anybody. So what does that mean? It's just like business. When the door is open, you don't know what characters are coming through the door. It could be some clown It could be some freaking Einstein or, you know, geophysicist. You just don't know what is going to creep through that door. Speaking of creeping through the door, we had a snake creep through our neighbor's door a couple days ago because it was hot. They left the door open. Snake said, you know what? I'm going to chill out in here for a little bit. I've had too much heat. Um, Yeah, California, we get a lot of snakes. So, anywho, a lot of fun. I don't know if I'm going to get back into it. I'm still on the fence. And if I do, it'll be in, in a minority role. But I, it's always, racing's always been in my blood. So we'll see. But that was a lot of fun. And I hope you guys were able to get out and do something enjoyable that you like, a hobby or whatever this weekend. Uh, spend time with family, maybe a BBQ, maybe a BB, a BBG, I don't know, whatever you like to BB. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, spend time with family and friends, loved ones. Hopefully enjoy your life. Man, it's such a I was reading some some quote from Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius, the, the famous was he Greek or Roman? I think Roman. Um, the stoic dude, but he was basically just to paraphrase and I'm, I'm hard paraphrasing here. He basically said, you know, waking up every day and taking a breath is such a, a prize. It's such a, you know, an event. It's such a, um, I don't know. It's just, we're so fortunate and it's a fortunate event. So that's kind of the way I I look at this weekend. Once again, you know, we're, we're, if you're listening, hopefully you're listening, you know, and and I'm speaking, I mean, that, that's such a, such a benefit, (laughs) Um, all right. So segue, let's get into insurance. Let's talk about this. All right. So dealing with insurance, especially in the light of new things. Okay. Two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I had a gentleman, real nice guy named Sean. Uh, turns out my son knows his, his daughter. They went to high school, which is kind of cool. Small world. Uh, CLK 550. Pretty nasty Fender Sideswipe. Kinked in, body line inverted. Thank God it's not one of the newer models. I'm going to say it's maybe a 14 or 15. No aluminum fender, still steel. And then it's got the long convertible doors, which are about, what, five foot long. Nasty damage in the door up by the mirror, about a, I don't know, double pineapple. And then two creases going down the door. And then at the bottom of the door, right by the jam, a nice little wrinkle. And when I say wrinkle, I'm talking like another half a pineapple. Out of all the damage on the whole car, I knew the fender was going to be challenged because of the weird kink it had. But being non-aluminum, a.k.a. steel, with a little bit of heat, rubber tips, and accessibility being, you know, and factory paint. All the all the things are important. I mean, you had so many boxes that had to be checked there. If any of those things were sideways, oh, you don't have access. There's a bracket in there. That's going to freaking throw a huge wrench in it. Oh, it's a respray. Well, that's going to F things up. Um, you know, or it's aluminum. Or all those things. Guess what? We probably have to paint it or chuck it. But not was the case. Such not was the case. We were able to actually do a lot of things. So I knew we could save that thing. And I was, out of all the repairs, it was probably the second easiest. The top of the door, um, I think I've got photos. I'll post them up on the gram. But just picture something kind of soft. But the door, I still had pulled the door panel off. And it had that kind of brushed on undercoating. If you guys have ever had that shit. It's like a volcanic ash with little metal fibers in it. And you can't really grind it away with your tool, which sucks. You have to take the door panel off and get in there with a grinder and grind it off. Sharp crease. It was not allowing me to push through it and get into the freaking hairline crease. So guess what? Had to take away where those creases were at. And part of it was under like a, a, the brace that is like an integrity brace, I call it. So it keeps the panel flat and not wavy which just sucked. They put the, the undercoating down first and then they add the brace. I'm not gonna cut the brace out, so what am I supposed to do, you know, to get that undercoating out of there. That was just, oh my God. So the creases themselves kind of suck balls. They were like the the hidden little, I wasn't worried about the creases. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I do creases every day. I eat creases for breakfast, right along with my my uh, Cocoa Puffs. But what, you, don't, you got something wrong with Cocoa Puffs for breakfast, that supports all the major food groups. Sugar, sugar, and sugar, and then sugar. Uh, but anyway, we were able to get that done. Took the undercoating off, but the bottom kink, below the body line, even with glue, I knew, and it had a deep puncture. I go, this thing's going to oil can, and it did. So even with a, a pointy tool and a sharp metal tap down, we couldn't get it to heat the whole night. It didn't matter. So I, I, we, we had to paint the bottom of the door um, under the body line, which is only about maybe 10 inches, the way the door is. If you if you've seen a CLK, the bind line the moldings really low in the door, which is great for a lot of reasons. So, just lower part of the door blend, and PDR the top part of the door with the two long creases and the big big uh, pineapples, and then PDR the fender. Literally three to four hours worth of PDR work, yeah, maybe five with taking off the door panel and grinding. Um, three thousand dollar payday. So. Not bad, right? I mean, my, my painter painted the door the same day. I got it teed up for him. PDR push to paint always helps facilitate. So $3,000 job in one day. Good show, right? Jolly good show. The way that this rolled out, however, farmers, by the way, $1,200 check was initially sent to the insured after he sent them photos. We all, if you haven't been in this game, what that is, that's a low ball offer. They're hoping that he's not gonna get it fixed and then it'll have pre-existing damage if he tries to reclaim it later or something happens there. So they went on that one and they're gonna raise his rates anyway. Hold on one second, I got a fricking mosquito here. You little son of a bitch. Here, buddy. Where'd you go? Oh, there you are. Anybody hear that? Yeah, Cheeto mosquitoes live during the podcast. What a what a what a treat! Oh shit, there's another one. Hold on, guys. Sorry. All right. Yeah. How you think we were in Florida or something, right? What the hell? <clears throat> All right. So, twelve hundred dollar lowball offer. The insurance like, I want to get this shit fixed, right? So, what does he do? Brings it to me, says, okay, how do I, they're not responding to me, they just want me to cast a check. He's like, I want to get it fixed. All right, bring it in. Do you have another car? you have a third car? Yeah, I got a third car to get around. The wife and I are fine. All right, cool. We're going to start charging them storage as soon as they start, I click the stopwatch, and then you call them about every other day and put your foot up their ass until, until they give in. He's like, all right, done deal. And even then, it took us about a week and a half to get them to respond and finally approve. I used DenOps. We we shot their $1,200 initial overview uh, up to $4,200, knowing that I just wanted three grand. And, and you're probably saying, well, why didn't you go for the 42? If I would have haggled, guys, for the 42, it would have been another week to 10 days. And I'll take a thousand dollars off and push that thing through, get get paid quickly, and rock and roll. So 3K was my number. Now they came back to me after about nine days of the storage emails, hey, just wanted to let you guys know that I'm charging storage $75 a day on this thing. Maybe you might want to approve this or give us something going on. You know, storage guys and customer calls are what move the needle with insurance. By my, for, That works for me. There might be other strategies, but this works for me. And, it, you know, the thing about it is, is, is insurance right now, which I didn't realize except for that uh, consultant told me, They've had a lot of catastrophic events and you know with the weather change and everything else. So what's happened is as is, is good as they are at forecasting, they've lost a lot of money, which is hard to believe the big insurance is hurting, but whatever, I guess they are. So they're grinding harder, they're paying slower and they're approving slower. So what does that mean? They don't communicate as well and they don't give a shit because they know they're losing money. And if you want to go somewhere else, go right ahead because they know if you do go somewhere else, all insurance is hurting, and they're the next person that gets a hold of you is going to quote higher. So you're going to want to stay with them. They already know what it is. If, if they re-review your your uh, your policy, you're going to get BF'd, and that doesn't st- stand for bakery factory. Okay, it doesn't. I'm I'm just telling you it doesn't. Ask any of your friends. Hey, what does BF stand for? I'm not going to say it because this is a child uh, safe podcast. Not probably not. But anyway, the church just doesn't care. Which sucks, you know, and that is their new industry model. Go somewhere else, you know. Eat a bag of D's, you know. So, what what worked? The phone calls from the insured and me sending daily emails, just giving you a tally on on the on the storage. And that they hate that. That I think that gets them the adjusters in trouble when the superiors see that they're just burning cash like that and nothing's happening. So they approved. They were twenty six hundred. I said not a chance. I'm at 42. I'm going to tell you right now if I'm a penny less than 3000, I'm just going to keep racking up. And I go, "That's a deal for you guys. You and I know it. I go until I get $3000 or $3000 and a penny or higher. I'll just I'll just the car can park here. The insured. Yeah, he wants his car and he's pissed. which he wasn't, but I got to sell it, you know. And sure as shit that afternoon. Guy's name's James. James come at, "Hey, I got your 3000. We good? Can you get can you get moving?" Yeah. We'll, st- we'll commence repairs tomorrow morning. We'll just finish out storage today. So, and that's what happened. And literally, the repair was done the next day. And they got off so good, guys, because PDR, for those of you that are doing PDR and you're not body techs or whatever, I mean, otherwise, they were replacing the fender, painting the hood, painting the A-pillar, painting the door, probably blending the quarter panel, all the trim RI, and i painting the ass. A couple-week repair, you know. I don't know if they do that, rental car or whatever, but it it could have got really ugly. We did that damn repair in a, in a day. In a day. It sat here for like nine or ten days. That's the one of the one of the many, many, many things about PDR for f- that benefits us, our industry, right? Think about what benefits the insured. Factory paint on his hood, factory paint on his on his fender, factory paint on two-thirds of his door. The bottom I had no choice. I literally none and trust me i pulled out all the tricks all of them the rabbit out of the hat presto oops was a lion instead bullwinkle for those of you that are a little bit older might check that reference most of you don't even know what i'm talking about that's cool so yeah just not not good not good at all so so we had to paint that bottom of the door but so easy and quick and the customer's happy we had his car detailed, which I'll, I'll secondarily kind of go into a little bit. So, he'd get extra value. Turned it. He knew how fast we got this shit done. And I was out of town when he picked it up on Friday. I was going up to the races. But everybody echoed, man, this guy was, Sean was so happy. You know, we, we did an inside-outside detail for him. Car looked so nice. We, and we do, did something extra. His front grill was kicked in on the bottom. Pulled it back out. Got it all, all lined up. like It's like a mesh grill on that model. And it looked bitching. Oh, man, you fixed my grill, too. Yep. Always adding value. Man, you guys are going to get the best review from me. I Maybe we will, maybe we won't. But you're going to remember us and you're going to love us. And when somebody else needs needs this shit, you're going to probably refer us, which I love. Love, 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 right? So So that's the, that's the thing, guys. Um, and that's kind of how you deal with insurance. You know, you just persistence, patience, the three P's. I don't even know what the third penis. There you go. All right. So <clears throat> other repairs this week, Atlas, VW Atlas pool truck runs into the back of these people as they're just parked at the light. Dude's probably on his phone, see some cars off to the side moving. So he just hammers it without even looking up. Right. Bam. Does some serious damage to this thing. I'm talking lift gate needs to be replaced. Rear bumper replaced. Apron pushed in, you know, port of power, the whole nine. Um, you know, it, it was crazy. I mean, and it's a cash pay. The pool company is going to pay for it. They they can't do a claim. They don't want to kill their insurance. We have an Equinox. We're doing a door swap. We have a Cadillac XTS. I think it's called this that SUV. Massive two door damage, which is going to be a extreme PDR to paint kind of deal. Probably aluminum. I'll have some uh, have some photos about that on the gram, the gram tacos. Um, a footnote about constraints. I did an episode a couple weeks ago. or I talk about constraints a lot because it's it's topical to me. I, I want to grow my business. I don't know about you guys, but if you're trying to make more money and you want to level up, you really need to solve for that math equation. How can I get over this one constraint? I need more people. Solve for it. I need more. I need more uh, customers. Solve for it. These are all easily solved problems. The only thing standing between you and the equation to that that math that math problem is knowledge. It really is. And you can get knowledge with courses, paying a mentor. There's so many ways to solve for these problems, but they can be solved. Our our constraint was space. We, we were just coming out of the seams, working out in the parking lot, and all kinds of shit, where we shouldn't be. And the landlord's like, what are you doing? It's great. You're busy. You got all these cars, man. Get your ass back in the shop. Okay, I'd love to. Trust me, it's 195 degrees, but we just have a lot of customers. I got to turn these cars, which they don't, get, they don't give a shit about that. So luckily, I was able to procure a spot two doors down, and now we have two, two spaces here in the park, which is great. So that immediately, just in two weeks, guys, we went over six figures for the month. Couldn't believe it. We already were, were cranking for a busy month, but I'll tell you right now, I, that, those are the kind of numbers I want to do. I really do. And, and that's, that's just insane, a six-figure month, you know? So how can you do that and better? Okay, find, identify your chokeholds, your constraints, and then simply solve for them. It's, oh man, it's, Brian, I, don't, I just don't have the money to, you, trust me, you'll get the money. I just don't have the, the time. You need to make the time or find somebody that has the time. Delegate, whatever. There are ways to solve your problems and you may have to be creative. You may have to think outside of the proverbial, proverbial aluminum box, but you'll, you'll solve for it. And when you do, you'll ring that bell because you're going to be making more money and you're probably gonna have more free time. I mean, I just told you guys, I went out of town. I didn't even work the whole month. I went out of town. You know, I had other people take some time off too and we still crushed it. How? Right customers, great marketing, great service. And we finally took away a constraint where we could actually do more work inside instead of having to wait or, or stage our repairs. Now, we could all work at the same time now. It's just sick. Oh, I have to wait for the painter. I have to wait for this. Painter has to wait for me. No. Now production started freaking, started hauling ass, which is great. Super stoked about that. Super. So anyway, that's it. 25 minutes in. I hope some of these st- stories or stares, I don't even know how that would apply, but uh, are a benefit to you. I, like I said, I've I've learned a lot and I hope this stuff serves you guys and you can get something out of it and... And do something with it or do something even better with it, whether it's insurance stuff or stories of repairs or, or solving. Um, you know, I like I said, that this is what kind of gets me excited. I know a lot of people, oh, I like to talk about new tools, man. Why don't you talk about that new shiny red little handle thing with the rubber? Because that shiny little tool is going to help you maybe take out a repair 10 minutes faster. But it's not going to make you millions of dollars. you know. And if it is, I'll talk about that tool, I promise you. Now, the the most important tool, guys, that I like to talk about is our brains, you know, or our Bryans. People, if your name is Brian, by the way, you know, we that people always spell our name brain, which you I'm gonna I'm gonna call it as a, a compliment, you know. Oh, that's a smart guy. I'm gonna call him brain, or you're not smart because you spell Brian wrong. But most of the time, people just transpose the A and the I. Artificial intelligence, right? So anyway, that's it. Thank you very much, guys. hope you're enjoying your Labor Day weekend. Enjoy your Monday off if you're going to take it off. We're going to take like a half day. I might do a little BBQ in the afternoon, a little BB King, but we're have got we stacked next week. So um, it was optional for my staff to come in on Monday. I think some of the guys are going to come in for like a half day just to make, make some extra coinage. Um but uh, it's not mandatory. So, but yeah, we've got some cars to push out between that Cadillac, got to finish up an Atlas, that Equinox, all, th- all three of those cars and more. And I think our Tuesday, we unfortunately double booked on accident due to a calendar discrepancy. So yeah, it's going to be nuts. So if you're a PDR tech in the area and you want some work, come on by. All right, man, appreciate you guys, love you guys. Thanks so much for the attention. Uh, please send any comments, questions. Uh, some, something you want to hear content some somebody you want me to interview whatever whatever you got man I, I'm all ears man 949-302-3464 uh, check out the gram when you can Denko PDR and uh, we'll catch you on the next SAI million dollar that's right right through the, the drum beat here in the drop million dollar PDR podcast bye bye for now One, two.